Hey everyone, welcome to the Esports Next podcast. I am thrilled to be joining as the host for season three along with my co-hosts. We are going to be interviewing speakers, sponsors, and attendees of the Esports Trade Association Conference in Chicago. So if you're looking to understand who will be at the conference and what they're all about, tune in, come join us. This podcast is sponsored by PeopleWork. PeopleWork is a career management platform helping companies evolve with work. PeopleWork puts the power of automation, advanced technology, skills, data, and behavioral sciences at the fingertips of all of our users to build a future-ready workforce. Download PeopleWork today. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Esports Next podcast. It is my pleasure alongside the EST founder, Megan Van Petten, to be joined by Noelle Krishone Naylor. Did I say that right? You did say it right, John. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. I practiced a few times before the recording. Uh, and Noelle is the program chair for esports management for Stockton University. Um, we did have to uh, caveat, this is not the Stockton, California, where my mother actually was born and raised, but this is Stockton in New Jersey. Do I have that correct? You have that correct. Awesome. Well, why don't you give us an idea of what is the esports management program at Stockton University all about? Sure, I'd love to, John. So we're super excited about our program because first, we get to claim that we're the first public institution in the state to offer a Bachelor of Science. And when it comes to some of the trends that we're seeing out there, Bachelors of Science are definitely more sought after degrees because they have some of those core STEM focused classes that we see a lot of students that are interested in. And one thing that's really unique about our program is it's all about building those transferable skills that can carry across a variety of different segments inside the esports ecosystem. So Within our curriculum, you're going, our students are going to get their business foundations, and that includes their marketing, accounting, statistics. And then we kind of shift gears a little bit because we want to pull in that hospitality side. And our esports program actually sits within the School of Business and Hospitality, Tourism, and Event Management Studies because we want to focus on the event aspect of esports, what it means to bring spectators together, what it means from a content creation side. Um, if we're bringing individuals in from different areas, what does that look like as far as accommodations, lodging, food and beverage? So really our students are getting this very robust curriculum and experience throughout our program. And on top of it, we have what we call a professional work experience and internship requirement. So students have an opportunity to complete a certain amount of hours internally at Stockton to build that foundational application, um, you know, skills necessary to then go outside of the walls of Stockton and to many of our employer industry partners, um, such as Esports Illustrated, where they're then going to internship and fully have a chance to apply those skills that they've learned with us. Wow. Those kids are getting a great, great education. That's really impressive. I, I love the the um, mix of both the classroom, but also the real life um, experience. I, I was somebody who I went back to school late. And so because I, I was really paying attention in class because I wanted to learn the knowledge to learn the knowledge uh, right. rather than like 
oh, mom kicks me out of the house if I don't pass this class, you know. Um, but one thing that I didn't have quite as much that I see is happening more and more at universities is that real life hands-on experience. And a lot of times your, your college degree can be your, your ticket to the real world, to the working world, but then there's not always a lot of applicable knowledge or experience to how to do those jobs, or at least the employers are looking at you like, you don't know anything yet, right? So it really sounds like your kids are, when they're graduating, they're getting a, a step forward or two already having the real life experience with both internally and externally. John, absolutely. So one of the lessons that we had learned from our hospitality program, which I also sit as the chair over, is that we've had a tremendous amount of success in our internships. And that's been measured by 75% of our students after graduation have been offered full-time employment at a supervisory or above level with their internship employers. And we really have this idea about building in these experiential learning opportunities, whether it's in that internship or even within our classes. So just as a an example, in our marketing class, many of the times we pick local employers and we practice what we're learning in the classroom for an employer, whether that's building their marketing campaign, um, redesigning cool. logos, looking at, you know, social media marketing. So we really have that built throughout all of our courses. And on top of that, we constantly invite our industry partners into the classroom. We have a very talented advisory board. And, you know, one of the pieces about being a member is that, you know, we need your support from your expertise to make sure that we're current, that we're relevant. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, giving the exposure to our students, because sometimes that's all it takes is to meet that one person that can okay. really be the catalyst for that passion or that job opportunity. And business is all about relationships and people tend to hire people they have experience with. So they know, you know, what is the temperament of this person? What is their work ethic, et cetera. Um, and so you're giving people that opportunity before they graduate to build, um, to build those. I'm curious, their um, esports education the last couple of years has been a pretty hot topic as different schools have taken different approaches, right? And so you have some people who say, well, you know, everything that's covered in, let's say, sports management is also, you know, attributed to esports. Other people say, okay, let's do the traditional um, education for, for business, but let's add a certificate to um, esports. And it sounds like you're a little further down the road on the side of more specific esports education. Can you share a little bit about your perspective and why you guys lean the way that you do? Sure, absolutely. And so I would say over the last year, we've benchmarked best practice programs, not just in New Jersey, really across the street the state and internationally. And we absolutely saw the way that institutions were aligning themselves. So we saw the, the business one in the certificate, just as you had shared. We also saw some that were heavily um, invested in like the computer science discipline. We saw others that were more on the computer and um, graphics design side. Um, and then we even saw some on what we see in higher education, which they call as digital literacy. So um, like podcasting, you know, shout casting, video filming, that kind of perspective on it. So when we looked at it and this was brought to us as, hey, is this an opportunity for us? We, we looked around and we looked at our talent and we're like, wait a minute, why are we going to look at some of these other areas where we are so rich with experts within hospitality, tourism and event management? There has to be synergies there. 
And we really, you know, took the approach of let's leverage the internal talent that we have. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see if it fits. Does it make sense? And you know what? As we started to do some of our research and really got our hands on to, you know, how esports is really emerging in the United States, right? Because it's a little different internationally. Um, sure. You know, does that connect us? And what we found is, yeah, it absolutely does. And as we start to see some more development, I I believe and my team believes that that connection gets even stronger. So mm -hmm. we really wanted to position ourselves where we had the the existing expertise, and then we also wanted to be different. Um, you know, so one of the things that, you know, within hospitality and tourism is there's this, I'm going to call it the lack of, of understanding or the narrative. And when I say that, when I say hospitality, a lot of folks come up to me and say, oh, so you train people to be food servers. And I say, no, that's not it. Um, it's a very complex world. Uh, there are, a lot, there's a ton of talent in, in yeah. hospitality and tourism, and there's a lot of opportunities for career growth. And it was really around shaping what that narrative is. And I also think that's the opportunity we have with esports. How do we shape that narrative to mm. show the world that there are some really amazing opportunities, whether it's in marketing and promotions, whether it's in the event piece of it, whether it's in the business finance, and there's so many amazing areas. So that's just another piece where I said, you know, if we bring these together, we can strengthen that narrative together. Um, so our trademark at Stockton is actually, we do more than play video games um, because it's really about leveraging those things and what makes us unique um, in this area. That's fantastic. You know, Megan, you have a quite the passion for hospitality. Yeah. Um, what is your take on this whole thing with the, the focus on the educational side on hospitality? Well, this, you know, that's interesting that you asked that. This is one of my favorite programs. I've spoken at a couple of her classes, their classes, and Dr. Noel has done a great job. When I've gone there to speak at the classes, the dean shows up, the principal oh. shows up. It's a great collaboration that I see together. The what I've also noticed about the students is they're very interactive. So they I think they get the magic of hospitality. Hospitality is very magical. If you think about the greats in hospitality, I would think of like Walt Disney. Really, it's like taking an experience to a different level that's chilling. And this particular group of leadership has just taken a pause. They've done the research. And what I can tell when I'm in front of the classroom is these kids get it. So being witness to that is has has been very um it's it's been very inspiring because I think there's something in our world that people might just think um, about a, an experience if you look at stars. If you look at like a five-star dining experience and mm -hmm. you look at a three-star dining experience, it's hard to put your finger on why, but you certainly do feel it. And if we can all try to create five-star experiences for each other, I think that just would lift us all up. So there's a lot of tender love care, you know, TLC and soul behind the mission of this program. 
Megan, if I can, John, I hope you don't mind, but I mean, Megan and EST, I have just been so supportive. And I remember one of the engagements that Megan had spoke at and she talked about esports and this connection to building community. And quite frankly, I hadn't even really thought of it. And the second that she said that, I was like, oh my goodness, that was what we were missing into really bringing everything together. And since then, I we truly have you know, been able to encapsulate that and the communities that we are building and the, the impact that we're having with those. Um, you know, We have an amazing team. Um, I've been surrounded by people that are so passionate, like Demetrius yeah. Robos, he is our esports manager. He got the competitive side up and running for Stockton. And his passion is inspiring. And, you know, that along with everyone else that we've met has really, you know, I do, I agree, Megan, that that magic that's in there. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm hoping that people can feel it because that's what we're trying to create um, because that's what we believe at Stockton is we, we, we're distinctive. I love that. Uh, if you were to, on the hospitality education side, say either this is different or this is added to a curriculum from general hospitality education to esports yeah. hospitality is it mostly similar or are there some specific differences that you're teaching your students uh, there are some specific differences i would say your core around like your business finance is the same your event management your facilities management is the same and why i say that is we've already integrated esports into those core courses that we have. So whether you were an esports major or not, you learned about esports within our hospitality program, right? Because it's one of those segments that sits under that hospitality umbrella. Where it's different and what in addition to our esports students are getting is they are getting core courses in digital media creation. Um, so a focus on podcasting, shoutcasting, computer problem solving. Um, and that's getting into more of how do we set up a facility? How do we know what the requirements are to host an event at this location? Do we have enough bandwidth? Do we have enough power? What are the permitting permits that we might need? Who are the stakeholders? So those are some of the nuances there. And then even as we get into the esports side, we have a series of what we call esports production classes where mm -hmm. our students are creating in-person and online events. And they're running these events, they're problem solving, they're creating the agendas, they're identifying mm -hmm. the stakeholders, the influencers. So they are fully integrated. So rather than it just being a general event and we call it an event, it is mm -hmm. specifically related to esports. Um, so it's that's where they start to get that hands-on experience. Um, yeah. that, you know, we, they get to claim for their internships. You know, something that's cool about this community is the act of gaming oftentimes, you know, builds these skills naturally, right? Because you're competing with your friends or, you know, at a young age, you're taking your Xbox over to your friend's house and you're connecting them and you find either I enjoy this or I have a talent for this, et cetera. I'm curious how many of your students are just like hitting the ground running. And while obviously there's more to learn, there's a pretty good foundation already to start because of their esports experience previously. So we have about 800 students at Stockton that are involved huh. in esports in some capacity, whether wow. they are just gaming with their friends, whether they're part of our competitive team. Um, you know, as we have launched our new student program, our goal for a new program is 10 students enrolled for September of this year. Um, if we say we hit 10, then we're successful. We're pretty darn close to that already. Um, you know, so it's something that's beyond that. And that's one of the things we also wanted to do at Stockton is 
even if you didn't want to major in esports, we didn't want to exclude you from the opportunity to get engaged within our esports community because we believe there's a role for everyone. And you do have to find that where your passion is. I, I hate to say the perfect fit, but truly where you feel most comfortable and you understand the value that you can contribute. Or maybe you're going to be inspired to want to go on and learn more about something. So, you know, we, what we're going to find is that whether you are, you know, a ma you know, majoring in esports doesn't mean that you might even competitively play, um, but you will be engaged at least in our esports community um, at the student level. I'm really curious. Um, you built such a robust uh, program here. It's, I mean, 800 students is mind blowing. If you were to, if you're like John, guess how many esports students, <laughs> you know, are involved at Stockton? I would have been way off. And below. and even and that's not even a, a criticism. That's just what you're doing is incredible. Um, can you share a little bit about how did this program get started? The reason I ask is there's gonna be a number of people who are listening who they recognize the power of esports. A lot of times leadership at a school does not. Yeah. And um, it's so helpful when a successful program can say, hey, we did this right. We did this wrong. This is what you should do. Sure. So we actually had a very interesting start. And, you know, one of the things I was sharing with Megan earlier is I am a person that loves a challenge. So when someone says something can't be done or it, there's too many barriers, that's when I kind of jump on that opportunity. So originally at some point, at Stockton, there was a small segment of the School of Business faculty that were asked to look at potentially coming up with esports curriculum at Stockton. And based on the review, they did a wonderful job and a thorough analysis. But one of their biggest concerns was, you know, we don't have talent at Stockton that could bring something like this to life. And it probably shouldn't be a program. It should maybe be a certificate, but we need to do some more investigation. So I want to say it kind of hovered out there for a little bit. And we were in a program meeting and we were meeting with a new provost who was just talking about some general ideas. And my background um, obviously is hospitality, but I actually come from the casino gaming industry. So, you know, even getting my toes into esports, I'm like, wait, when you say gaming, what are we talking about? Are we talking about slot machines and table games? Or are we talking about handheld games? So I always have to, you know, distinguish that. And we were just talking about general opportunities and I, I looked around at my colleagues and my colleagues with me were like, man, we should look at this. And that's exactly what we did. Do we have an expertise in it? Not really. Um, did we realize that we had a little more than we thought? I didn't even give myself credit back in high school. I don't want to date myself too much. Um, but the James Bond 007 game had come out and I was yeah. actually in a high school competition and it was one of my proudest moments when I beat out the seventh grader, I might've been a high school senior, but again, I didn't even count that into like my history or understanding of it. And I mean, I even right. think back to like some of my favorite games, like I loved Atari Moon Patrol, absolute favorite game ever. Um, so I realized that I didn't give myself enough credit that I knew a little bit. And then I just started to, to build a circle. I mean, I even remember Megan, I think I reached out to you on LinkedIn saying, Hey, I want to get to know you and let's chat. Um, you know, so it was really about, you know, not feeling vulnerable, but looking at it as an opportunity um, to really push forward. And I will tell you, we got a lot of pushback internally at Stockton initially from our, our, our faculty colleagues, um, because one of the things that I had to work really hard with within our team is to validate that esports is worthy as a major. Um, mm -hmm. And that's on the, the academic side, which is, you know, is there research about it? Are, you know, 
are faculty doing research? Where is it published? Um, you know, does it deserve to be, you know, in this area with all these other programs? And, you know, we were, we were, you know, sticking to it. We said it absolutely is. And we will, we're going to prove it to you. So, you know, we spent months, not just building our curriculum, but, you know, understanding all the research. And I can tell you that research in esports, you know, is more challenging because it's spread across disciplines, which is why I love it because it's interdisciplinary. If you really think about it and the ecosystem and all these parts, that's mm -hmm. another commonality to hospitality. And because of that, you know, in the academic world, it's just a little hard to show um, to those, I'm going to say there are more pure areas where, you know, um, as an example, psychology, there's very specific psychology journals. Most of the time, psychologists are publishing in those journals. So, you know, it was just really about informing um, others around us. And, you know, we still have some that were a little skeptical. And I can tell you when the first report came out that, you know, esports, you know, without any marketing. So at this point, we have not had an official marketing launch. And I can tell you we're around eight, nine students already. Um, they're like, you know, the, the mouths drop. They're like, wow, how are you doing this? How did you build the curriculum? We're like, we reached out to those who could help us. We're building a network, you know, because there's that, you know, that relationship where, you know, there's mutual benefit from participating with us. So, you know, we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep investing um, and, and keep the narrative positive about it, because that's what we really need in this time. And particularly in our region in Atlantic City, you know, we're trying to change and diversify the, the economy there. Um, so we're trying to attract like, you know, those that would fit into the esports, the technology companies and things like that, um, because that's what we need in this area. So it made sense. We're pushing through. And, you know, when we have those that don't believe it, we just, you know, constantly come back with the data and where there are gaps, we're doing the research. So, you know, we presented at a lot of academic conferences on, you know, diversity and inclusion inside the esports, you know, ecosystem and what we need to do to, to make sure that we don't see some of the same discrepancies manifest in esports as they do other areas. Um, so, you know, we're just targeting and being very purposeful with our work. And that's a great leader right there, Dr. Noel. Boy, um, it's been such a pleasure to watch you build all this. So of course, John, one of the first things she reached out for was research. And we, mm -hmm. I think, introduced you to our research committee and she dug into our large library of research that we've been, um, we've been uh, collecting since I don't know, at least five years. Right. Um, and thanks to our wonderful research committee. And then and then she asked the magic question, how do I get more involved? So then she landed, I think. That's on, Megan's favorite question. <laughs> it's my favorite question. <laughs> yes, it is my favorite question. And um, but the so then I, I know that Dr. Noel did a lot of um collaboration um regarding like. Uh, LinkedIn Lives and certain presentations. And then the latest and greatest is you are taking the torch for the chapter leadership. And we are now, I think, last next, next quarter, we're launching the first Jersey chapter. Yes. So that is so exciting. You're bringing the whole state together. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes, so 
Um, so, you know, we, we have so many connections. There's so many people doing great things in New Jersey relative to esports. So um, I've been engaged with many of these individuals and these, these organizations. For example, there's Garden State Esports, which is the, the high school league of the majority of schools that we find in New Jersey. Our um, community college partners like Camden Community College, which has an amazing esports production program. And, you know, some others I'm going to call industry partners and leaders. And, you know, even from like representation of SHI. So, you know, we've already had some, I want to say some level of a, of a relationship, but now it's about bring us together and how cool would it be to celebrate all the amazing things we're doing in New Jersey relative to esports. Um, this September alone, um, you know, we're launching our program, Camden County Community College, they're launching their program, Garden State, we're working to launch a three core series for dual credit in high schools. Um, to really help out, you know, students that are college bound, but to reduce their debt. So we're doing so many great things. So why not bring everyone together to help generate awareness and celebrate at the same time under, you know, you know, ESTA, who is really, you know, the umbrella that's going to hold us all together. And we need that to be able to go forward. You know, Megan, as you shared, you know, at any points in time, you know, we might need data. This is, you know, ESTA provides us with that great database and resources and connections. And, you know, now we're just trying to, to get it live and, and contribute on the, the New Jersey East Coast side. You know, it's amazing this esports community that has developed in New Jersey. And it's it's wonderful to have a number of those folks within our membership. And it's great, you know, folks like yourself right there, boots on the ground, if you will, bringing everybody together. You spoke a lot about partnerships and um, both leaning on people's expertise, growing through partnerships. For those who are thinking about coming to the conference in Chicago, August 20th through 22nd, um, what are the type of people that you are seeking to meet? Um, so if, you know, these folks hear it, they say, I need to go there and meet it, meet Noel. So I, I would say, you know, anyone that, that even touches esports, because I want to be vague with this because I might not know what I don't know, even still at this point, right? I don't want to miss an emerging opportunity, but, you know, anyone that particularly is involved in esports marketing, you know, that's one area that I'm personally looking to do more. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've signed up for six esports marketing classes um, this summer that I'm taking, right, just to build my own personal acumen. Um, so the esports side, anyone that is in, you know, the, I'm going to say the event side, you know, the space, the requirements, um, the technology side you know, understanding the setup, the newest technologies, the integration, um, you know, I want, again, you know, those are some of my core ones, but even those that, you know, want to be engaged, have their own passion, and maybe at this point, they're ready to give back, and I always say that, because that's why I got into, you know, academics, I wanted to give back, I wanted to develop the next generation of leaders, um, I pushed forward, um, you know, and now it's someone else's turn, so if someone has a passion about esports, they want to be involved in some way, shape, or form to develop future leaders, then I would love an opportunity to meet you. I would go to Stockton just to be in Dr. Noel's class. 100%. Do you do Can your you classes? feel the enthusiasm? Are you, yeah, are your classes streamed or, or just in person? Or um, like, like if somebody said, hey, I want to see what class is actually like, what, what are the options? Do I need to register yeah. to become a student? Can I watch a session? What is that like? 
Yeah, so that's an interesting one at Stockton right now. Um, so I'm going to say we're actively pursuing alternatives. So right now we are considered a primary residential campus, which means we have to, based on one of our accreditations, have 80% of our classes in person. Um, that being said, we also realize that we need to be flexible. And, you know, since COVID, I know we hate talking about COVID, but, you know, we all value things differently post-COVID. But so how do we help to provide that, I'm going to call it that balance, right, between, you mm -hmm. know, developing acumen, ac you know, that knowledge and base round, and it's still allowing people to do other things. So, you know, we're actively pursuing some other alternatives to be able to offer more classes online and in person um, mm -hmm. versus just in person. Um, but there, there is a mix. Most of our esports production classes are in person because it's all, you know, the hands-on pieces. But we do have several other options and particularly electives that are online for our students. Or even if you want to be a non-matriculated student. Um, and the last thing, you know, we're working on is more of a professional certificate program um, cool. that really pulls, I want to call, you know, some of the, the highest skilled areas within our bachelor program. Um, and pulls those out for those that maybe want to, you know, have a greater understanding as to what esports means or some of the skills that are needed or the competency areas, and they could do that fully online. So that's, you know, one initiative that we currently are working on. That's fantastic. Do you have a timeline as to, um, you know, when people might be able to, not written in stone, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. Um, from an administrative perspective, that would have been three months ago, um, but within <laughs> what we're able and capable to do, um, I would say we're going to have more clarity on that come January of 2024, um, you know, because this is going to be our right. first semester, you know, semester launching our Bachelor of Science program. Um, and then once that's launched and we have all of our faculty in place, that gives us more time to start focusing on um, that certificate program, um, because we're also working on an accelerated MBA program for esports students where it'll be like we call it a four plus one. Um, but what it means is that they're really going to be able to knock off a significant amount of time and finish in five years um, and graduate with their Bachelor of Science in esports management and mm -hmm. their Master's of Business Administration. Wow. That's wonderful. And um, we're hoping for before January of 2024 for that piece of it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, boy, it has been so wonderful having you here today, uh, learning all that you're doing. Um, I'm really excited um, to, to meet you in person at our conference in Chicago, of course. We're going to have a number of other scholastic folks. So I know you teachers get together. You like to have a good time. Um, for people who are listening, what are the best ways to connect with you? and learn more about the Stockton Uni University program. Absolutely. So the, the easiest way, I'm always on email. So I think it's the quickest way. This way, there's, a, I like to call it the paper trail of, uh, so I don't forget to respond. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, and you. even if you just type in my name, uh, Noel Crishon Naylor, and type in eSports Stockton, it'll take you right to our webpage and all my contact information is there. Of course, if you're already a member of ESTA and you go into, you know, our member resources, we're list, I'm listed there. Um, so please, you know, absolutely would love anybody that wants to, you know, contact or even has an idea. Um, you know, we're always open to hearing it. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Noel, so much for being here on behalf of Megan, our wonderful founder, and myself. We appreciate you being part of the Esports X podcast. Thank you very much. Super excited to see everyone in person in August. See you there.